Well, hello. I am Michelle, and this is... I'm Amy. And we are two of the Warrior Moms of Atlanta. And we're here today to um, start our podcast. We're kind of nervous. We don't know what we're doing, do we? Yeah, no, we have no (laughs) idea what we're doing, but we do know that we have a lot to say. And we're here, unfortunately, because we both lost our children, both of our sons. Um, We'd rather not know each other, but we're thankful we do. Very thankful. And this is our story. This is um, why we're here and what we hope that our group does, this podcast podcast does, is give other people hope on how to survive this. Yeah. I mean, everybody says, I don't know how you survive. I don't know how you survive. And I think we were both there one day, too, saying, how in the world are we going to get through this? But here I am, four years out, as of two weeks Gosh, ago. Yeah. And you're... Almost seven. Almost seven years out. August first. we're both surviving and thriving. If you didn't know us, you would never know our stories. Um, and I think that's what's so interesting, and that's what makes our group of women unique, is because we do... Yeah, I mean, we're intentional, intentional about, intentional, you know, all that too. And we also make up our own words, (laughs) whenever we feel exactly. Um, But yeah, I mean, really, you know, this, the wording, just using warrior in front of moms, um, in terms of us being grieving moms, is that we are fighting through this. You know, Mm -hmm. we're waking up each day with this intentional decision. We have got to got to move on. Life is carrying on and, and we want to be a part of it. Um, and so together we are figuring it out. We are. Michelle, why don't you tell us a little bit about Carter? So Carter, um, oh gosh, just, um, my pride and joy, just mm-hmm. biggest heart. Um, you know, I, I say that he told each of us in the house at least, you know, once, sometimes up to eight times, no kidding. Um, I love you, mom. You know, just big bear hug kind of kid. Um, he lived life truly all in. Um, if he was going to rock climb, um, you know, he would just, you know, Hey mom, I'm going up that boulder and off he'd go. And, and he was good at it. Um, he was great, um, athlete, you know, really good, um, lacrosse player, super smart. Um, he's also, you know, science and math. Um, but more than that, he just was the kid, you know, I call him just kind of the champion of the underdog. You know, he saw people that maybe others didn't really want to notice. Um, and he wanted to give them a voice and a space. Um, and I just, I love that. And I miss him because of that. Now, when did you lose him? Do you want to share a little bit about yeah. this, that, a brief part of that story for yeah. us? Yeah. Um, August 1st of 2016, um, we were, had just been living in uh, Roswell, Woodstock area for um, about 10 months or so. And, and we had just moved there and he had his junior year. Um, it was supposed to be his um, first year of his senior year, which was Monday, August 1st. Um, and he and a friend were murdered early um, August 1st, um, right before he was supposed to start that first day of school. Mm. So, um, yeah, heartbreaking, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. One, and yeah. I know that, you know, 
missed that senior year, you missed the graduation, and I know graduations right now, I know that's probably a super hard time for you. It's really, really hard, um, and also really great. You know, it's yeah. weird as, as a teacher, um, you know, it's so funny, I, I see Carter in so many of my students, and it's strange, because it's so painful, and yet it's, I, I mean, I, I end up smiling, you know, there's this yeah. kid giving a presentation the other day, and I just had to make a really deep breath, take a deep breath, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, that that's Carter right there. That's mm-hmm. what he would do and say, and the look and so forth. Um, and so it's so hard, but I'm grateful too. Um, you just explained yeah. what we're probably going to explain time and time again, week after week, is smiling through the tears. Yeah, absolutely. Joy in the heart. I mean, it's it. we coexist. Yeah. The happy it, and the sad coexist. In the same sentence. Yeah. It's living in the and, you yes. know, it's being able to do both. And that's why we're warriors. That's yes. why it's hard. And Tell us a little bit about Alec. Yeah. Well, Alec, um, he was a smart Alec. How does that sound? That wasn't <laughs> the intentions of his name, but he was a smart Alec all the time. He was a, a jokester, a prankster, um, just he was a joy and a pain in the rear at the same time, but mm-hmm. you know that's just the way boys are. But he was a great—he um, was a great skateboarder. He was a great friend. He was a great brother. He was a great son. You know, I mean, yeah. He just—he—he he was unique, and he was eccentric. And he, like I said, skateboarded and played the guitar, and he was just a joy. Um, something else is he. I don't want this to define him, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of a part of his story was he was a recovering addict, you know, starting at about 17 years old um, is when we finally had to make that hard, um, I don't want to say decision, but mm-hmm. acceptance as a parent that um, I think my child yeah, has an addiction problem. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he was an alcoholic. Which that's a whole nother layer of your grief. A whole nother layer. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, managing, not managing, but walking through that um, day in and day out, ups and downs and goods and bads. And he was in treatment and, you know, and he was in recovery and he was in deep addictions at some times. Yeah. And he was, you know, it was a lots of good and bad and it was exhausting. Um, and at his time of his passing at 24 years old, he had been sober for about 20 months. Gosh. Yeah. It and that's was, fresh it in was, sobriety. Yes. And it was, but at the same time, it was, you know, over a year is, is Some, huge. It's, it's yeah. a, a big accomplishment, you know, and you think it gets easier and easier and easier. And almost two years. Yes. Yeah. It's coming up, you know, but it's, it was hard. Well, he decided for some reason, we have no idea why, but he decided to start drinking on Saturday May the 4th, and um, around noon, and drank all afternoon, mm-hmm. and then actually drowned. He drank so much, he was sitting by a pond and drowned. Um, oh, so it was accidental drowning. Unbelievable. And, you know, so it, it's kind of a tricky thing. Yes, his addic- Yes, he did die from his addiction, mm-hmm. or side effects from his addiction. Um, a lot of times people think it's that he, you know, I say, his addiction, people think fentanyl or whatever. Right. No, it was literally accident. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. So, and yes, I miss him every day. 
because the times that we had, he was good. He was, we were at that adult stage where you enjoy your kids, yes. where y'all are friends, and you know you can cut up and cuss and yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, and not like shame them for saying the right, wrong word and talk or, politics and yes, yeah. all that you know. So I feel like I got robbed of that. Yeah, just like I know you probably feel like you, and not to put words in your mouth, but we've right. talked enough. You feel robbed of. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. You know, Carter, um, you know, like Alec was a really good brother. Um, you know, his very best friend was um, my niece, who was six months older, Sky. Mm. And, um, I mean, he just, he was drawn to be that father figure. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he just wanted. He was a mentor uh, to he, many. He was. He was a mentor to many. And um, even the two weeks before he died, um, you know, he would see little, you know, his little cousins and he just swoops in, you know, would grab him with his arms and off he'd go and play and he'd just get at a kid's level, whatever age they were. Um, yeah. And I feel, you know, I know he just would have been such a great dad. And Oh, see, that's my heart. What, oh gosh. That's yeah. what gets me too is I know Alec would have been the best father yeah. because of the best big brother. You know, he was 16 when our daughter Layla was born. And so he was, like you said, down yeah. on her level and all that. And that's where, you know, you, you do. You feel like you got you got gypped. We yes. got the short end of the we stick. We did. I know. And but and, that brings us to our warrior moms. Yes. And there's a lot more people out there that have gotten the short end of the stick. Yes. So to speak. I, I know <laughs> for sure. And thank goodness, you know, we've we've found each other. And um, it's interesting. A lot of people will ask, "Well, what's different about this grief group about mm-hmm. y'all?" Um, and You'll, um, I remember, you know, the first time I walked in the door and I was talking, um, about it not too long ago about, you know, you feel sick. I didn't want to walk, open that door. You know, Why am I here? Why am I here? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and just opening, cracking that door open and hearing laughter and, you know, and I'm like, am I in the right place? Did I end up at, you know, the barbecue? <laughs> am I at a big <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just this pure just playfulness of everybody mm-hmm. and really, truly enjoying one another. And then when you look closer, you could see, you know, two women on a couch and they might be holding hands and crying and mm-hmm. there's just a tender moment happening. Um, and and I realized, yes, this this is where I need to be because mm-hmm. it was both, you know, I, I wanted to find that. Yeah. The and was the there. The and was there, yes. Um, and I know when we talked about doing this podcast, that was what really was our intention was hoping um to give hope to other moms and people who have had um someone in their life that has lost a child and how can we truly survive and thrive and how can they help others do the same oh absolutely and i know just talking to you and you know all the other ones i'm like oh my god that happened to me too yes like i know that it, and I feel normal. Like, my brain doesn't connect. I say my brain doesn't connect anymore. Right. And I forget yeah. things, and I don't remember things, and I don't, well, I guess forgetting and not remembering. <laughs> As an English teacher, is that the same thing? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's pulling maybe from the same part of the brain, but yeah. But anyway, so, yes. yeah, like, it, things just, my brain doesn't connect. Yeah. And you were like, oh, well, that's great matter, you know. And that, that's where on this podcast we're going to talk about all those different things yes. that I feel weird or I don't know what's going on, but yet I have two other moms yes. that said, I could go to the grocery store either. 
Yes. And that's what we want to explore and talk about. And um, we're going to invite other warrior moms to join us. Um, you know, everything from what you do with your first holiday. and oh, yeah. um, Siblings. That's a big siblings, one, Siblings. How do you help them while you're hardly mm-hmm. able to get out of bed? Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, what do you do on those special days, birthdays, yeah. like graduation we were talking about? You know, how do you still celebrate those you love mm-hmm. in their current, you know, living and the wonderful things going on in their life and then still honor the loss that you're carrying, you know, and that's a hard, I think that's a as, hard journey. As a mom in general, we carry a lot of bags and wear a lot of different hats mm-hmm. and this just adds a whole nother layer. Absolutely. Because we're still trying to take care of everyone around us and sometimes we have to grieve in, in silence. Yeah. Yeah, you know we grieve behind closed doors, mm-hmm. but yet we walk out and we go to the grocery store. And we're like, "Hey, hi, good you to know, see you." Yeah, we're at the elementary school, you know, at the carnival, going, "Oh my god, this is so much fun!" I and know. in the back of my head, all I can remember is, I remember when Alex first carnival. Yes, and he loved the bouncy house so much, and he wouldn't leave it. And yeah. I was like, "We're out of tickets," and you know, yeah, all of it, all of that. <laughs> I know. I always just in my every now and then somebody says, "How are you?" and I just play out like what if I really answered that <laughs> what would they do what would they do um my coworkers would say actually I think you do answer that quite often you're pretty honest <laughs> but yeah it is it's living in the and and um yeah I hope our conversations will give um kind of some freedom and and opening a window uh, that grief is part of every single human's lives um, and ours is out of order, you know, out yeah. of the natural order of, of things. Um, and yet it happens to thousands and thousands and thousands of us. And we just want to normalize it. And it's not normal. No. But it is, yes, we need to normalize grief and have an open conversation. Right. And, and then pe- and what is it that we do? Like, how are we sitting here being goofy? I mean, right before this, we were doing a silly TikTok together, you know? Like, I mean, like, you know, like, how how is that possible? Um, and if we talk in 20 seconds, we could both be breaking down, right? That it, it's in you us always, know. right? Always. Um, and and that's what we're trying to unlock, I think, in in our conversations. Is yes. How How is it both? How can it be both? Yeah. How can it be? Better? And how can you not feel guilty when you're having a good time? Mm-hmm. And you should. You yeah. should have a good time. Yeah, we have to keep living yeah. for sure. We have to because it's not that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we hope that you will join us um, on this journey. And Michelle, I have one more question. Oh, for you. yes, one more question. What? So <laughs> I know that um, we're talking about surviving and thriving in this world of child loss. Yes. What does it mean to you to survive and thrive? I guess, what does that look like in your life? Um, I think it's um, the survive part is honoring the grief. You know, it's finding a voice, a space for um, how do do I grieve... um, and still be able to work. How do I grieve and still be a mom? You know, and so the, surviving in that realm is, you know, reading books and going to counseling and 
um, you know, sharing Carter's story. Mm -hmm. And, and so that is what surviving to me. And by doing those things that allows me then to thrive, Mm -hmm. that I can be a really great teacher because I'm honoring the grief that I have. Mm -hmm. And part of that is, gosh, I'm back to school night. I have to tell the parents, um, my story and, and Carter, and I have to, you know, be brave enough in the surviving side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, and, in order for me to get done and have these people show up for me, you know, that at the end of the back to school night, I mean, I don't know how many hugs I get in an evening, you know, and thank you for sharing. It's beautiful. And I do the same thing with students. And because of that, I have this just beautiful relationship with students. Um, and, and that's the case with other people I interact with, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that thriving is, related to grief, but then it's also, who am I as I'm silly and crazy Just and living um, your life. Yeah. And I, I don't want to lose that part of me. And mm-hmm. at times you do, but, um, and so thriving is just getting also just to be me still. I love it. Yeah. How about you? What does survive and thrive to you? Survive to me is getting out of bed every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is a decision. Sometimes it's easy. Yeah. Um, surviving is showing up for the people in my life that are here um, and thriving is, you know, advocacy because there's a lot of pain here. Yeah. You're surviving the pain, um, but finding purpose and why you're here and what, you know, yes. the purpose and the pain. Yeah. I think that's kind of my survive to thrive. Mm-hmm. What can you pass on? What can I pass on? Because I think, you know, first and foremost, we don't we don't want our children to be forgotten. And not that there was a reason that they passed away. Right. But we do need to find, I don't know the right word. I know. It's a, it's, it's a searching for that their life matters. The balance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That they're not here physically. But they are spirits here, yes. and, and that we're finding a space in this world yes. still to carry on something. Said. Perfectly know, something said. Yes, yeah. because, and that is my thrive, I think. It's just yeah. to get out there and advocate for addiction and recovery. Yes. And, you know, and like you said, speaking, telling Alex's story, mm-hmm. um, you know, joining committees and just out there. Yes, absolutely. And showing up for my family. Yeah. Day in and day out. So. Yeah, that's it. Wait, makes you a warrior mom. For yeah. Sure. That makes me a warrior. I got it. Some days, woo, yes. it's a haggard kind of warrior. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like my cape's torn. But. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, but. Well, um, yeah, I, I am just honored to get to have this conversation with you. And um, we really hope you continue to join us and to hear more stories about other warrior moms. Um, you know, we want to once a month have, um, a space where we'll get to dive a little bit deeper. Um, you know, for example, into Carter's story, you know, um, and Alex's story, we'll have a moment and all the other moms. And then the other podcast days will just be all the different topics related to this grief. Oh yeah. So that way everyone feels normal. Yeah. So come along with us. Yes. Come on. (laughs) Hopefully y'all will listen next week. All right. Bye. Bye.